And John 6.63 says, God the Son said, My words are spirit. May she live by every word. He said, My words are spirit and they are life. May she live by every spirit of the word and the life of the word. God's spirit and life lives in his word. Well, Proverbs 4 and verse 7 says, uh, Wisdom is the principal thing to get, but get it, knowledge. He said, but with all my getting, get understanding. The spirit of understanding will teach us today who the Word is, who lives in the Word, and the benefit of being led by the Spirit and life of the Word. Understanding the beginning of the Word, if faith, strong foundation, understanding the Word, it's the foundation of strong faith. If you do not understand the beginning of the word of God, you will believe God today, dark God tomorrow, because you do not understand what is invested in the word. And the only way I think that I can explain it to God's people and the, uh, the spirit of understanding, I ask the spirit of understanding. Every word of God is a spirit. Therefore, I ask the spirit of understanding to teach us to understand the word, the beginning of the word, so that we will petition God, will not have any doubts in your mind that it's going to come to pass. No more over and over and hoping. You know that the word of God will come to pass because you know the beginning of that word. That builds strong faith. That's the foundation for building strong faith. Start by knowing the beginning of the word. When you learn and understand the beginning of the word of God, you will look and read a promise and you will know that promise was in existence before you showed up. By the way, promise of God was in the beginning with God. Uh -huh. right. Every promise that you see in this Bible was in the beginning with God. They just didn't come into existence. It was in the beginning with God. Every answer to your problem long thousands of years before you showed up was already in existence. I don't have to create an answer for you. In the beginning, the answer was created. Oh my Lord. The answer was with God in the beginning. So that will, I think that would build strong faith. So wait a minute. Problem. God have already had the answer in place for you long before I showed up. Do you understand it? Yeah. Understanding the beginning of the word, 
who lives in the word, the power of the word, is the beginning of strong faith. A strong faith foundation, unmovable faith foundation, endurance foundation, fight a good fight of faith foundation, faith that look not at the what faith see. <laughs> what you see is not what you prayed for. Strong faith does not walk by situation. Strong faith walked by what not seen, but yet strong faith know it was in the beginning. It was already put in place. You're not trying to beg God to make something happen. It happened over in the beginning. And your answer have no ending because spirit never dies. And God's word is what? Spirit and what? Life. All the life. All the leading of the Holy Ghost is in every word of God. Be led by the Spirit. If I have problem walking in love, love is a spirit. But if I allow the spirit of love to lead me, and I obey the spirit of love, I can walk in love. Amen. Do you understand? Because love is a spirit. We are spiritual beings. This not bewitch. That's what took the church. The Bible said God is a what? Spirit. You believe that, right? Yes. God and his word are what? So if God is a spirit, his word is what? Spirit. A spirit. A lot of times we separate the two. But God is a spirit. He's everywhere at all times. He says that. Okay. The promise exists in the beginning with God. I said that. Faith understand that the answer to every problem that exists in the universe has already been answered. Your problem, your situation, whatever you're going through today, whatever confronting you today, guess what? God said long before you showed up thousand, thousand years ago, the answer was already in the supernatural world because it, in the beginning, it was with me. Okay, it's not too strong, is it? No. So bring it on, God. Uh, we have to move on. And I believe that the only way that the church can move on to experience every promise that God made us, we have to have a change of mind. And I've been thinking to God, all these promises that you put in the Bible, and you already seal it with your yay and amen. Why aren't we receiving something? It's got to be a connection here that we are not making. I do not understand, but it's got to be something. Go back to the beginning. Build your foundation of faith over again. So that you can receive. He, it's not for angels. It's not for heaven. It's for the living on earth to receive all the promises that God himself sealed with his amen. So be it. And why are we just got to keep going through all these changes to receive it? No. If we go back to the beginning and look at the word and my healing was here before I ever got sick. 
It was already in place. He sent his what? And it what? Who is the word? And it was God in his word or what? Who did he send? Who was in the word? Who did he send? He sent the word. He sent himself. receive everything that we petition God for that in his Bible. Why would God tell us all of this and we cannot receive it? It's out of our reach. No. Our mind is hindering us. That's why the Bible says in Ephesians 4.23 he said be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Renew your mind. Take on some new ideas about the word of God. And the only way that I can take on and be steadfast, unmovable, is to go back, go back to the beginning. When did this all happen? How did this world come in, the world come into a place? Where did it come from? Who is the word? Who possessed the word? Who is with the word? So let me know when I speak the word, I'm not just speaking on the land word. I'm speaking God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit into that situation. Stay with the word. Don't let it go. It will do exactly what it was sent to do. Stay with it. Do not give up on the word. Because that word was in the beginning. It was in the beginning. And it was sent for your benefit. Stay with it. Do not get this. You might get discouraged, but that's okay. Just don't faint. Get up. Keep on believing the word. Oh, I can't remember who was a Jake or whoever said, you know what? I'm not going to let this word go until it bless me. Because he knew the word supposed to bless him. He knew that. He knew that. You are not going to leave me until you bless me because you were sent to bless me. And I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. I know I do not care. But before you leave, he leave me. You have to fulfill what the word said that you were sent to do. Hold fast. I knew I was going to be taught in a month, so bear with me. And also, back up. God says, my word, whose word? Whose word? This is what? God's word. He said, my words, not your words. He said, my words that goes forth from my lips. They shall not return unto me void. No way. And you know what I'm grabbing onto? They shall not. Shall not. Shall not. I'm staying with the shall not. It shall not. It shall not. Whatever I was teaching God and that's come for based on his word, it shall not. Why? I can't it. The word is who? God. 
Your word is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And in the name of the Lord, can that word that he himself sent out in the beginning return to him void? Impossible unless we let go. When you give up, that's what he said. He said, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you are. If, if you faint not. You faint when you do not understand the word of God, the beginning of the word. It cause you to faint, cause you to struggle, cause you to do a lot of things and complain and all that. Because you do not know the beginning of that word. It's just like you know your name. Someone calls you something else, you will not respond. Because from the beginning, I, they give you a name. Did anybody ask you, what is your name? Where did you get that name? When you was born, you got that name. See, the word was in the beginning. The name. The word, you have an imagination. And that imagination was given to you to imagine things, right? Yes. Every person on earth have. Some people have it stronger than others. Well, we all have an imagination, right? <laughs> what is that spirit? Imagine, imagination is a spirit. We're going to stay in the spirit world, okay? Yes. Every word that we speak, even evil words are what? And it carries effect. Yep. That's why you respond whether it's a good word or bad word, okay? And that same effect is in the word of God. It carries the effect of your life. Yes. That's why it can heal your body because it carries the effect. If the devil works, he carry one word. Can God work be much greater than that? The word, the power of the word. Can you see it? Yes. See, I know the word, I don't have to see it now. But I can see its results. The word, it says, just like what? The wind. The Bible says it's just like the wind, brother. Can you see the effect that the wind has? But can you? You can never see wind. Because wind is a what? Come on now, wind is hail, rain, uh, snow. All these things are in the Bible, in Proverbs. So everything that God said has a spirit in it. Rain is a spirit, so rain, rain. Wind is a spirit. Wind blow and blow and blow till it blow things down. Do you see it? But you say the wind is blowing over there. I see things coming down, so it has to be the wind. But have you ever seen the wind? No. Just like the word. It goes forth. The spirit of the word goes to the problem and the situation. You have to imagine that. 
That's why we have an imagination. That's why the Bible said meditate upon the word. Night and day. That thou mayest prosper and have good success. You can see it. You meditate on a lot of other junk. So take the word. Take your time. You don't have to rush. Set and allow the Holy Ghost and the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge to break it down so you can understand it. Reading the word doesn't mean much if you cannot break that thing down and imagine what you're reading and it will go into your spirit and make you become a super giant in God's word and standing on God's faith. This reading the whole Bible on me absolutely nothing until you meditate on it and that word get that spirit and life of that word become part of your spirit in your life. The word. The spirit of the word, the life of the word, must become part of your spirit, part of your life, so you will walk like Jesus, talk like Jesus, act like Jesus, drink like Jesus. Why? I'm being led by his spirit. If I was saying, if he be led by the spirit of the word, you will never fulfill the lust of the flesh. What spirit are you talking about? That spirit that is in every word, that life that is in every word. Healing life is to be healed. That healing spirit is in your word. Healing. Why? He said, I sent it to heal you. I didn't send it to come back, boy. I sent it my word, my word, and go forth from my life will never, shall never return into mine. Back to me, Lord. And he said, it shall prosper. Yeah. And oh, oh, oh. It shall. And that should be rooted deep down in our spirit. Word, you're not coming back, Lord. I know that. No way. So therefore, I don't have no need to complain. I know the beginning of that word. I know who's with that word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. And the word was with God. And the word became flesh. And the word dwell among us. I know. I know. I know the word. You powerful. You created the heaven and earth. When God spoke a word, you created. But God's every word that God spoke, I know that. So, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you were sent to protect God's investment in his church. Holy Spirit, you were sent to teach us. And you use different spirits. Today, the Holy Spirit is using the spirit of understanding to teach us understanding the beginning of the word. Teach us. Teach us. The Bible is not a Bible that we can read and get happy and excite us and nothing else. God said, no. I watched my church read, get happy, shout, praise me. But in the midst of the temptation, they faint. They complain. But if my word knows that I am a God that lies not, if I said it in my word, I would do it. It, it takes time to read it, meditate on it, think about it, think who God is, how awesome he is, how mighty he is, how great he is. Then you'll say to yourself, why should he lie? Why should he lie to us? Why should he tease us to serve him? 
Why should he make all these promises in the Bible and he knew from the beginning he could not fulfill them? The Bible says that every promise that God made, God is able to fulfill every one of his promises that he made. Because God has the promise. It's good what, you, what your mind is doing now. Mm -hmm. Your mind is doing exactly what the Holy Spirit wants your mind to do. It is, you know, looking at thinking. 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 See, God wants us to think. Think on the Word. Think what the Word is saying to you. If you have to think on one scripture all day long, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It is that you just read a whole lot of Word. It don't mean nothing. What do you know? What do you learn? Nothing. If your intellectual mind will hold it for a season, but then in the midst of problem situation, it cannot help you because it's only in your intellectual mind. But when you get it in your spirit, when you get it in your spirit, nothing can move the spirit that is in you. I don't care what come of man. Honest to God, heaven, truth, there's no way that I would ever give up what come what may I bad it look, I know it is, because it's in my spirit. I can't. If I wanted to, I couldn't do it. Because it's rooted and grounded in my spirit. Nothing can just move that away. But when you only have it in your mind, your intellectual mind, trials and tribulation can move it and get on your tongue and you start complaining. So if you knew the beginning of the word, there's no space to complain about the word, right? Because you know too much. You understand? When you start complaining, that means that you do not know what you should know and you might know it, but it's not in your spirit. The Bible said, be ye steadfast. He said, since, since, since you know that future, victory is a sure thing, uh -huh. he said, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, because that you know that your work in the Lord is not in vain. Since you know, since you know that victory is a sure thing, be steadfast, since you know it. Since you know it. Does that see in your Bible? I think it's 2 Corinthians 15, 57. I don't know, but I know it's, see that? Since you know it. But if you do not know it with your spirit, not with this intellectual mind knowing it, then since you know it in your heart and with your spirit, you will be steadfast. You will, what the Bible says, wait patiently upon the Lord. You will wait patiently upon the Lord because you know he's sure to come. Yeah. I don't know when, I do not know how, I don't know the day, I do not know the hour, but one thing I know about God, he will fulfill his word. Your mind has to know that. Know your God. Know the beginning of your God. Do you know the beginning of your God? Know the beginning of the Holy Ghost. But that's who God sent to do his work on earth. He's with us, telling us 
sure enough, he was sent to be our teacher. And like I said again, he uses different spirits. He used the spirit of wisdom, spirit of knowledge, whatever spirit it takes. But it all pushed back the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, Lord. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Strong faith. Speak the word in the beginning of the problem. See, when a problem arises, you don't wait and decide, oh, Lord, what I'm going to do. You know what you're going to do. You're going to speak the word. Because the answer was provided long before the problem showed up at your door. So you think that problem, Mom, God said in the world you're going to have what? Trials and tribulations, problems, circumstances, difficulties. So why act so, I mean, Lord, forgive me. Why, why? <laughs> Is that, you know what? Is that in your Bible? Yes. In the Bible, say, in the word you shall. What shall mean? You can't do nothing with shall. It's like my word shall return it to me, Lord. We understand that shall. But what about this shall? In the world you shall. Shall. But what? But the end, God said, be of what? Good His word has already overcome. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Time is over. I mean. Bible said, "None that trust in the Lord shall be made ashamed. Not a single person that trusts God shall be put to shame." Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.